Well, they had a good time over in Victoria yesterday for Halloween. We know that. Vaughn Palmer's with us now from the Vancouver Sun. Hi, Vaughn. Uh, good morning, Simi. And yes, uh, a special show at the legislature yesterday afternoon. Uh, children all over the place, parents, uh, the public. And, well, there were a couple of shows put on, too. Uh, one, of, uh, one with a Star Wars theme and the other with a Star Trek theme. So no attempt to argue that one out. Uh, we've got plenty of room in our culture at the legislature for both. <laughs> well, that's so nice that you're so welcoming there for diverse opinions and people. <laughs> yeah, you might argue that it's a little bit 70s uh, in terms of uh, being up to date. But uh, there you go. We're older, so our, our culture is more entrenched. I did notice that, that when it came to the Star Trek theme that the NDP caucus put out there, that their themes were very distinctly old school, original Star Trek series. Very much. Uh, you know, Captain Kirk was there, uh, John Horgan, uh, with a tribble, for God's sake. How far back do you have to go to with get a reference a to that? And uh, you noticed, as did others, the uh, difference in the shirt color. Yes. So in Star <laughs> Trek lore, if you're wearing a red shirt in the original series, it means you're expendable and you're going to be thrown into a huge pit by a monster this, or something, or eaten. That's very true. That uh, is a, a, a Star Trek a trope. trope, yes. I, There's I, a whole book about it called Red Shirt, which yes. I recommend. To I texted Rob Shaw that. funny. I know. I write, texted Rob but Shaw anyway, that. I said, do they know so that? So David Eby's wearing a red shirt. Like, what's this all about, right? Uh, does he not know any better? Uh, is he being ironic? Does he not listen? Uh, well, the official word from the New Democrats is they got a blue shirt for the new leader because they weren't going to imply that he would be wearing a red shirt. Uh, he put on a red one anyway, so that's he's answerable for that as far as I'm concerned. You probably saw the, uh, the uh, lightsaber battle as well I between um, David Eby and a Jedi outfit and uh, Darth Vader. And I guess we can reveal to the listener that, no, we're not going to say that Darth Vader is Luke's father, but we are going to say that it was Rob Shaw of Czech TV, <laughs> and uh, he looked fabulous in that outfit. It is massive thing, a 15-piece Darth Vader outfit. So this was no amateur production, and a little put out that the station, Czech, wouldn't allow him to go on the air, but he did show up in an Adrian Dix scrum, as you may have noticed, standing at the back and expressing a bit of disappointment that uh, at Dix's lack of faith. Well, you know what? Um, he sent me a picture of that scrum <laughs> of him interviewing Adrian Dix, and there's Darth Vader in the background. I laughed myself silly. I thought it was the greatest thing. Yeah, no. I mean, I know you hear a bit of grumbling that, oh, yeah, you know, the press gallery is too cozy with the politicians and all that. I kind of go, hey, one day a year, everybody has a bit of fun. The kids had enormous fun at the legislature, and that's really uh, what it was all about. Although, you know, uh, it's been remarked before, Simi, that adults are kind of colonizing Halloween now, and uh, maybe we should stand in the background a little bit more and uh, let the kids have it. But there you go. Oh, so much fun. Okay, let's get down to business here, too, because we've been talking about this doctor deal today, and it really does seem like this could be a game changer, Vaughn. Well, look, it is very good uh, on one point and a dramatic one at that, which is an enormous increase in compensation for family doctors that is tailored to keep existing family doctors from giving up their practice and retiring, keep them, in other words, and also 
recruiting new medical school grads and doctors from other provinces into taking up family practice in British Columbia. One number that has to be emphasized, this deal, starting next year, if you opt in as a doctor, as a family doctor next year, a 54% increase in compensation. Uh, that is a head-turner. A lot of family doctors, in fact, I heard from one yesterday who was going, is this thing for real? Is this like some kind of Halloween prank? 54%? No, it's real. It's an offer. Uh, it, it addresses a whole bunch of problems with family practice. It covers semi overhead costs for the first time. Those are written into it. It covers the fact that family doctors see patients with complex needs and sometimes see them for longer. It covers the cost that uh, doctors now spend and do it on the house of paperwork and all that. So it's real, it's big, and I think on that score, uh, well, you heard the doc family doctors themselves saying this is great. Uh, look, there are still problems out there, still things that are not addressed, still questions, but on that score, a good deal. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. Like I've heard from a couple doctors myself who say this this will have an impact on attracting more students to take up, you know, being a family doctor. I, I agree. And uh, the one thing just for the listener, because this wasn't made 100% clear yesterday, there are two things that weren't made 100% clear, but this is the first one. And that is that this is not part of the new fee agreement with doctors. There is also a new fee agreement with all doctors. But if you happen to be in a public sector union or you happen to have seen that, you know, teachers are getting 3 or 4% in the first year and wondering how doctors get 54%, well, the answer to that is this is a separate one-off deal that is intended to address family doctors. They created some confusion yesterday by implying the two were one, because you'll see it in some of the coverage, um, I needed to get that clarified myself for my column because I didn't spot it initially. But that's just, uh, you know, a detail of the agreement. That will become clear as time goes on. The other thing, Simi, that really wasn't answered and really isn't clear, and I know you've got Adrian Dix on this morning, so it'll be interesting to hear what he says about it. Um, the obvious question for the listener who doesn't have a family doctor is, how does this help me get one, and when can I get one? Yes. The agreement doesn't really say anything about that, except express the hope that there will be more family doctors, more doctors going into family practice, family doctors willing to take on more patients because they're being compensated, family doctors who won't retire because the economics work or move on to something else. All of that is implied in the agreement, but there are no targets in it, nothing in it that says, you know, come February, come next summer, you will be able to get a family doctor. There is an agreement to have a rostering system, which was poorly explained, but as I understand it, this is a central database where all of the family doctors in the province will log in, register, say how many spaces they have left. And in theory, at least, if you don't have a family doctor, you'll be able to log on and find one. You will no longer have to phone around every family doctor in your region and see if they're taking patients. That's the concept, but right. there are a lot of unanswered questions about that. Okay, and we'll get more into that too, but this is quite a, a philosophical shift for the government too, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. You know, for a while there, the message implied anyway, they never said it explicitly, but implied anyway was, you know, family doctors are kind of a thing of the past. We're going to have primary care clinics. We're going to have team-based care. Family doctors are going to join these clinics full of specialists. The clinics will absorb the overhead costs. The clinics will replace, uh, you know, the practice of going to the ER, so you'll have urgent care. That that was the concept. And I think if you go back over it, not just with this government, but with the previous one, that's probably why the issue of compensation for family doctors had lagged. They really, system really hadn't recognized soaring overhead costs, administrative paperwork, all that and that's why we got to the point where there was an enormous shortage of family doctors. So the government is now saying in a way it hasn't really said before, hey, family doctors, we value you. You're important. You're the gatekeepers on the system. You're the entry point for a lot of patients. And we want you. We want more of you. And they're putting their money where their mouth is on this. It's not just a rhetorical commitment to family doctors, a 54 percent pay increase kind of speaks volumes about a change in philosophy. Right. And to me, I guess the hopeful thing as well here is to hear actual doctors talking about this and they seem quite hopeful. Oh yeah, very much so. As I said, I heard one case yesterday, a family doctor went, is this thing for real? No, the numbers are real. Uh, They are. I mean, they're there. I mean, sure. uh, I guess you wait for the contract. The, The way it works is come January, they'll be able to register for the new fee model or say, no, I'm going to stick with the old one, right? Um, The assumption is a lot of them will do that. That will not necessarily by itself increase the number of family doctors in the province, although medical school grads next year may jump to family doctoring in a way they haven't in the past. It's possible, as I say, Simi, that Doctors that were thinking of retiring or phasing out or switching to hospitalists, as they call them, uh, won't do that. And the government doesn't like to suggest it's also trying to recruit doctors from other provinces. But Dr. DeSange of Doctors BC said, this is the best deal in Canada for family doctors. Well, word may get around and you may get doctors coming here. It would be nice to see me if qualified international doctors, doctors who've gotten their degrees elsewhere, including British Columbians who've gone elsewhere to get their degrees, would be able to come here a little more easily and take up practice. Because all of those things, the incentives should help. That uh, that is definitely the difference there. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.